Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at tommic.wixsite.com slash meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Welcome to Ten of Many Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, and today we're going to be in the book of Proverbs 19. We're going to start at the first verse today. And we're just going to jump right in. Alright? Amen. Proverbs 19 and 1, and it says, Better is a poor person. Proverbs 19 and 1, it says, Better is a poor person who walks in his integrity than one who is crooked in speech and is a fool. Wow. Wow. Better is a poor person who walks in integrity. It's better to be poor and walk in integrity and be an honest person than to be crooked and be a fool. Mm. You might have a lot of money, you might have a lot of things going on for you, but you're crooked. Mm. Right? Yeah. It's interesting what the you know when God says the way to him is straight and narrow. But here it says you're crooked. You can't get to Christ being crooked. Right? Mm -hmm. Crooked means you're going all kind of ways. It zigzags crooked. You know what I mean? It's not a straight line. Right. So you all over the place. Mm -hmm. To be crooked means you are going this way and that way. Hmm. You bounce around. Yeah. You're not stable. Mm -hmm. Right? What means, and if you're not stable, that means your foundation is not level. Right. You don't. You're not on a solid ground. You're not on solid foundation. Right. You want everything but Christ. Mm. And it says that the one who is crooked in speech, you talk crooked. Mm. That means when you speak, it's all over the place. It doesn't make sense. Wow. A lot of contradictions in what you're saying. And then it says you, you have crooked speech and you a fool. It doesn't say the crooked speech makes you a fool. It says one who is crooked in speech and is a fool. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. You got a lot going on. <laughs> With no integrity. Mm. 
Now this doesn't mean that you have to, to have integrity, you have to be poor. He says it's better to be poor. If being poor is going to cause you to have good integrity, then so be. Right. Because if being rich is going to cause you to be a fool, then you better off being poor. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So even think of it on a spiritual level where it says better is a poor person, which, and if you're poor in Christ, that means you have a humble spirit. So it's better to have a humble spirit with integrity than have crooked speech, talking crazy, thinking you all that, right? Mm -hmm. Being arrogant, ego tripping, Hmm. And being a fool. Right. And being a fool in that is thinking that you thinking that you are more than you say you are. Right. And believing that. You have to do better than that. That's right. Two says desire without knowledge is not good. So you know, you can desire the wrong thing. Because of the lack of knowledge. Because mm -hmm. you can have a desire for something, but you don't really know what that entails. Mm -hmm. right? right? Say if you want a nice car. You really desire this Lamborghini. And you get it. Mm -hmm. But you didn't think it through. You didn't think about how much your insurance is going to be. Right? Mm -hmm. You don't think about every time you park it, it's going to be a swarm of people around it. <laughs> people taking pictures by it. I've seen people sit on other people's cars and take pictures. Mm -hmm. I've seen uh, um, valets take joy rides in the car. Yeah. Yeah. You're worried about parking it on the street. You're scared it's going to get sideswiped. The oil change in a Lamborghini. You paying thirty and forty thousand dollars for oil change. You didn't think it through. Yeah. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. You had enough money to get the car, but you can't maintain it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes this is what we do: we desire things without the knowledge of it. And you wonder why you didn't get it, and God don't give it to you because it's for your own good don't know what that entails you know you we've seen people on TV that hit the lottery mm -hmm. and then within months they bankrupt because they didn't understand and have the knowledge of what that entails mm -hmm. right right so even when you're thinking spiritually or you're thinking about uh, being in a relationship, you get with the wrong person all the time because you don't really think it through. You hear people say, I, I just followed my heart. Your heart will get you in a lot of trouble. True. Right? Mm -hmm. Two says desire without knowledge is not good. It's bad. Right. And then it says, whoever makes haste with his feet misses his way. Mm 
So not only is your desire without knowledge bad, but trying to hurry up and do something is, is, is not, it's just as bad. Because when you hurry into something, you don't really get a chance to think it through. You just go ahead and do that thing and not worry about the consequences and not even thinking about the consequences. And you'll hear some people say, I'll worry about the consequences later. I just need to get this done. And you really, truly don't know what that consequence consists of. Mm -hmm. True. And then when it's too late, you really hate you did what you did. And you'll hear people say, well, it was for the greater good. Oh, boy. There is oh, no yeah. such thing as a greater good. Because when people say that it's for the greater good, that means they did something bad to get a good result. Mm -hmm. That's never good. Mm -hmm. You can't do something bad and have a good result and it be okay. Right. Somebody has to pay for that. Right. And most of the time it's you. <laughs> and the rest of the time it's other people paying for your mistake. That you said it was for the greater good. Mm -hmm. Said these people that make haste with these things. With their feet they miss their way. You miss what God has for you because you won't have patience. Mm. Have patience. Three says, when a man when a man's folly brings his way to ruin, his heart rages against the Lord. We tend to blame God when things go bad. God, you did this. God, why you do this to me? Why did you take such and such from me? You did this, God. You could have stopped this. We hear this all the time. It's egotistical to put what's going on in your life on God. To believe in the whole scheme of things that you, yourself, can blame God for something that happened that was bad in your life. Or God took somebody, or something happened and bad and somebody's gone and you blaming God. Why did God take my son? Why did God take this? Why did God do that? God didn't do any of that. And if he did, he made us. They just went back home. But you have to know that life itself is bigger than just you and what you got going on in your life. God has a bigger picture than you could ever see. And instead of thanking God for the time that we had with these people, we get mad and call ourselves cursing God for things that has happened. And we go about this all wrong. 
but the, the the interesting thing that this is in scripture that people would do this and this was put in here 2,000 years ago people still doing this to this day yeah. you can see people now still angry with God because they took their loved ones Right? Mm -hmm. They don't believe in God, but you believe God took them. Mm -hmm. There is no God if this happened to me. Bro, why are you blaming it on God? Mm -hmm. You don't believe that there's a God, but you're going to blame God for it. Somewhere along the line, you believe that there's a God. Mm -hmm. Right. We have to repent. For it says, wealth brings many new friends. Many new friends. When you find yourself in money, you find yourself in people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they come in droves. We know this because we get a taste of this when we're in high school. Yeah. You end up with a car in high school, you have all kinds of friends. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Mm -hmm. But a poor man is deserted by his friends. And you and I know poor I know some rich people that turn poor and they lost all their friends. And then you have to ask yourself, were they friends to begin with? Mm -hmm. Right? Right. You have to ask yourself that. Were they friends to begin with? Instead of giving you a lending hand, they let your lending hand go. Mm -hmm. And won't lend you anything. Right. Right? It's so interesting too that scripture because it's just a period afterward. It says, Wealth wealth brings new many new friends, but a poor man is deserted by his friends. Period. It doesn't give you any kind of uh, well, you know, no indication where there might be some indentives or, or, mm. or, or quotations where they, mm -hmm. you know, where certain circumstances that, yeah. they, no, it just said period. This is how it is. That's it. You're rich, you get wealthy. You get wealthy, you're going to have friends. You're going to have many friends. And then when you get poor, you're an alibi. To have friends when you are poor is amazing because when you come up, those people know you were beforehand. Those are the people you can trust. Yeah. Five says, a false witness will not go unpunished. People who lie on other people. Right? Mm-hmm. A false witness will not go unpunished. And I don't care if it's for the greater good, I had to lie so so they could get off because this, this, yeah. Mm -mm. It don't even give no kind of situations. Mm -mm. Right? Right. It just says when you are a false witness, when you lie on purpose. Mm -hmm. 
it doesn't go unpunished. Right. And it says, and he who breathes out lies will not escape. That's right. So when you become a false witness, it says you won't go unpunished. And people that just lie all the time just breathe out lies every time. You ever seen that? Oh, yeah. Somebody just breathing, it's lies coming out. Every time you breathe, that's a lot of lies. Not quite that much, but yeah. Mm -hmm. I say they won't escape. Mm -hmm. Your lies catch up with you. Yeah. Six says, many seek the favor of a generous man. Right? Mm -hmm. And everyone is a friend to a man who gives gifts. Everybody wants to be the friend of somebody who gives gifts all the time. You'll see on YouTube where it's people that give gifts all the time. They give free cars. They give free money. Uh, people that do all of these kind of things. They got a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. People are always looking for a handout. Right? Mm -hmm. it, says, it says many seek the favor of a generous man. People will look for it. They go for it. It says, and everyone is a friend to a man who gives gifts. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. It never says there's anything wrong with that. But, when your friends stop giving gifts, are you still friends with them? Mm -hmm. Right? Would you still seek the favor of a man that is not generous anymore? Mm. That's key. Because you really can't call him a friend if you do, if you leave him. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. You ever notice, you know, when you're at work and you, you're under the big boss and you get favor from the big boss, and you give the uh, give the big boss favors. But if you no longer work there, are you still gonna have favors for the big boss? No, you gonna move on. So where do you you can't say you were friends because you'll still be hanging out with So, uh, what we're learning here is what defines a friend. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> what defines a true friend. Right. And what doesn't. Seven says, all a poor man's brothers hate him. Mm -hmm. How much more does his friends go far from him? How much more do his friends go far from him? A poor man's brothers hate him. So if you have a poor, if a poor man and he has a lot of brothers, they can't stand him. How much more do you think his friends gonna be further from him? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. We are a society of people who uh, who look to use people. Yeah. We're like what? I don't use nobody. We use people all the time. We use people as babysitters. Whether we pay them or not, it doesn't matter. Even when you pay them, you're still using them. True. 
Right. Mm -hmm. And if they decide they want to go, you have to find somebody else to pay, which means you got to use somebody else. Your incentive to, for using them is paying. Right. <laughs> so we use people all the time. It's not saying that it's bad or good. It's mm -hmm. just letting you know this is what it is. Right. But it also throws the word friend in there. So this is the key. It doesn't say it's good or bad that these people are doing these things, but it's just saying when things go wrong, are they still friends? Are you still there? Mm -hmm. Okay? When things go wrong, are you still there? Are you still going to be there? Right. Are you going to abandon them and go to somebody else? Right. It says in seven, it says he pursues them with words, but does not have them. Right? This is the poor man. He pursues them with words, but he doesn't have them. I try to talk, talk to them, but they don't want to hear it. You don't want to be seen with the poor person. I have something to offer and I don't want to be seen with somebody that doesn't have anything to offer. Mm -hmm. Wow. Isn't that sad? Very. Eight says, whoever gets sense loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will discover good. When you gain sense, say you love your own soul because you're trying to do something for yourself that's going to better yourself mm -hmm. gaining sense common sense wisdom knowledge understanding you're getting this for all these things for yourself but God gives you these things so you can understand people better because right. in gaining these things for yourself you learn about yourself better, but you also learn how to deal with people better. God gives us these things as wisdom, knowledge, and understanding so we can get a better understanding of ourselves. And now that I have a better understanding of myself, I can deal with people better because I'm people. Because <laughs> right. I can look back on my own shortcomings. Mm -hmm. I say, yeah, when I see somebody else and I, I can feel sorry for them and I can help them and I can understand what they're going through. Yeah. And it's not about it's not about uh, pitying anybody, but it's about getting a better understanding of them because you see something in them that you saw in yourself. Right. And you want to help. Yeah. You see? Nine says a false witness will not go unpunished. And we and we saw that earlier. Right? And then it says, and he who breathes out lies will perish. It says, it is not fitting for a fool to live in luxury. Why is it not fitting for a fool to live in luxury? 
Because it's not going to last. Mm. They don't know what to do with it. Well, how do you know they don't know what to do with it? Because it says they are food. Mm. That's it. Mm. Right? That's right. Now, we've seen this twice where it says in 9, where a false witness will not go unpunished. And it says, this person that breathes out lies will perish. Ken says it is not fitting for a fool to live in luxury, much less for a slave to rule over princes. Much less for a slave to rule over princes. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't make sense. Because mm -hmm. they wouldn't know what to do with it. Somebody who's been in slavery for so long, they don't know what to do, how to rule over a prince. Because that would mean you're a king, and you don't know how to be a king because you've been a slave. Mm -hmm. And what people don't understand is, how can you be a good leader if you never followed? Mm -hmm. You just automatically know how to lead people. No. Mm -hmm. Leadership has to be honed in. You might have your leadership qualities, but you have to know where to place them. Mm -hmm. And just because you have leadership qualities doesn't mean you know how to lead. Mm -hmm. That has to be taught and practiced. Mm -hmm. You know, and when I say practiced, I mean you have to put that. You're going to make mistakes, and you're going to have to learn from them. Being a leader is no joke. That's right. <laughs> In any capacity. At your job, in Christ, whatever. In, in your home. Leading your home is not easy either. Yeah. But it has to be done. Yeah. You know? Eleven says, good sense makes one slow to anger. When you have good sense, you won't get mad so quickly. Because you understand you got good sense. You need to think it out. We talked about earlier what happens when you don't think it through. And this is the person with good sense. They think it out before they get angry. Let me see what I'm getting angry about. You might hear something that was bad, and it might make you angry. But somebody who has sense is going to find out what happened, so they'll know which way to go with it. Because you can't go off on somebody, and that will not even be the truth. Or it didn't go down the way you thought it did. It just went down in your head the way you thought it did. Mm. Sometimes we get mad at people and uh, we see something and we just waiting for it to go down. And, and when, when it goes down, you get mad and go off on them. Come to find out the truth, they were trying to help you out. They were trying to do you a favor. Right? <laughs> Ain't that so? Right. That's right. true. That's right. 11 says, Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. Mm -hmm. It's like, ah. Uh, I'll let it go. 
-hmm. It's not that bad. At the end of the whole scheme of things, a lot of things when we get upset about, ain't even that bad. Mm -hmm. Take it to the left. True. 12 says, A king's wrath is like the growl of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. When you make the king mad, when you make a leader mad, it can do you in. Oh. But to have your leader's favor, whether it's in church or whether it's in in your job, at school, at home, you know, it can be good for you. Right. It's like the dew on the grass. What does that mean? It means as the water gets the dew that comes up, it rises up, the water feeds it. Mm -hmm. Nothing like getting fed. <laughs> Right? 13 says, A foolish son is the ruin of his father. And a washed quarrel is a continual dripping of rain. You have a son that just won't listen. He's a ruin to his father. Mm -hmm. You can ruin your father just by acting a nut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've seen it so many times when you got kids that are not in Christ and their fathers are pastors or bishops or something and they're mm -hmm. just doing everything, doing the most, yeah. making their dads look so bad. Mm -hmm. You know, God doesn't count the sins of the son to the father, but it's just not a good look. Right. <laughs> it just, <laughs> just don't look good. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. When you're out here trying to preach mm -hmm. to people and, and, and your own kids are acting the nut. Yeah. And that's, that's in any business or any kind of, you know, anything. You know? When you're trying to be a good leader in any capacity and your kids are being bad followers. Mm-hmm. It's hard for you to leave when the followers in your own home aren't acting right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it says, and the wife quarreling is a continual dripping of rain. Which means that, that ain't going to help you none at all. When you have a wife that's just continually, continually fighting with you, going against you. Yeah. I mean... We have to do better as a family unit. Mm -hmm. You know, you might not like some of the things that your wife do. You might not like some of the things that your husband do. The kids might not like some of the things that their parents do. But you're still a family. Mm -hmm. And there's a, there's a level of respect that has to go with all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, as a husband, you, you know, there's a level of love and respect you have for your wife. It's a level of love and respect that your wife has for you. Oh, yeah. It's a level of love and respect your kids should have for you. And that you have for your kids. Mm -hmm. It's a whole family union. And all of that has to have God involved. Mm -hmm. Right? 14 says, House and wealth are inherited from fathers 
But a prudent wife is from the Lord. Right? Mm -hmm. So you get your you get your house, you get your wealth, you get your inheritance from your father. Mm -hmm. Whether it is money or just your the things that make up you. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that from my father's side of the family. Like me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pastor, I'm an overseer. Mm -hmm. My grandfather, he was a pastor and an overseer. Mm -hmm. I'm a founder of this church. Mm -hmm. My grandfather also was a founder of his church. Inherit that. Yeah. Those are things that you inherit. Not that he gave me his church. I have my own. Mm -hmm. But I inherited that quality mm -hmm. from my grandfather. Right? Mm -hmm. You see? It says, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. So you get these qualities from your father as a leadership. But your patience and your love and your kindness just come from your mouth. You know how mom's is, you know, you get all upset and your mom, now baby, mm -hmm. calm down, just, is everything going to be all right? Mm -hmm. Mom's tell you. Yeah. Right? This is scripture. Yeah. This is scripture. Yeah. This, is, this is not me talking, this is scripture. In 15, and we're going to cut, it says, slothfulness. Cast into a deep sleep, and an idle person will suffer hunger. Slothfulness means you're lazy. <laughs> lazy yeah. people. Oh, yeah. Cast into a deep sleep. They just gone. Wow. I mean, in a literal sense, they just sleep all day, but from a spiritual sense, they just spiritually sleeping, just gone. <laughs> yeah. It ain't no good to nobody. Slothful people, you ever call slothful people? Hey, you ready to go? Oh, you know what? I'm, I don't think I'm going to go today. You just told me you was going to be ready to go. Yeah, but you know. Mm -hmm. They even talk slow. Yeah. <laughs> you, know. yeah no. you ever seen slothful people like that that talk slow? Wow. They get you sleepy with just talking to them? What you doing today? Oh, you know. <laughs> Man, I ain't doing nothing today. Just chilling, you know. Like, oh, okay. For real. Slothfulness. Cast into a deep sleep. They just out. <laughs> they make you tired talking to them. Oh, man. Alright, what are we going? You going to go with me tomorrow? Man, I don't know. Man. <laughs> Like, okay. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> you get off the phone like, I need to go drink some coffee or something. <laughs> In the back end of that, it says, and an idle person will suffer hunger. When you wait and wait, you have all these dreams and hopes, but you never go and do any of them. You just say what you want to do, but you never do anything to get there. Right? Yeah. 
It's like you want to go somewhere and you you know the train you got to catch, you know the plane that you got to catch, right? Mm -hmm. You know how to get there, you done mapped it out, you know where to get your tickets, you got the money, you just won't do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just keep talking about it, but never do it. An idle person will suffer hunger. Think about somebody being in Christ. Suffering hungry. You hunger and thirst for the word of God, but you never get it because you never go for it. Right? Don't be slothful in the Lord. Don't go hungry. When God has a plate already in a whole place, He said, I make a place for you. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. And you, and you just, you won't even sit down and eat. You just go hungry. Yeah. I got everything planned out for you, and you will not go sit down and eat. Yeah. Don't miss out on the meal. Make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Come to Christ for real. Mm -hmm. Don't miss out on your meal. Because you're too lazy to come to the table. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you for giving us an understanding of what it is to be a true friend and not to be left standing there hungry when we could be fed and we're just scared to come to the table. Father, we thank you for these scriptures today and I hope they help somebody. Father, as you reach into their hearts and bring people closer to you, Father, we just want to thank you for being able to give scripture and help someone in need. And Father, as they come to you and they come to the table, as the scripture says, feed them till they want no more. Father, we thank you and we praise your name in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. We pray and say, amen. amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Hi, thanks for watching Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. For more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button and the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.